Do you think they're ready? Ready? Say what you mean. So you're done? Congrat well assuming you pass, but congratulations. Well, thank you, sir. Are you gonna pass? Did uh chat GBT do it for you? <laughs> I can't respond to that one. Yeah, because I'm recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither yeah, confirm nor deny. The teacher's definitely not like paying attention though, because I have hundred percent on every assignment in this class. Dude, I told you grad school's easy. And I've been recycling the content, but rewriting it to match, you know, the actual rubric. But 100% I am, I am like, I am completely convinced that master's <laughs> degrees are nothing but a money grab by they, they've got by universities. And they, because we, you just pay for it. Mm -hmm. That's all you do. Sixty thousand. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you, my the, say, the, the few master's degree. courses I took were way easier than anything I did in undergrad. It was stupid. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to see if you'd say it to his face. Bye. <laughs> right, bye. Congratulations. Bye. Congratulations. We hate you. Thank you. I love you both. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. <sighs> oh, boy. What? Just so much is happening. In there's, the world. There's a ton happening. What do you want to start with? I don't know, man. There's so much that I just don't want to talk about, but uh, we went golfing. We did do that. You had a really good time. I had a miserable... <laughs> it was fun being out. I played like absolute dog shit. It was fun. It was nice. It was warm. We were overdressed. Oh, check out my Wally and but Eve. That honestly was worse. That's nice. Isn't that cute? That cool. Sorry, that Legos. Cool. I got new Legos. Nice. Anyways, what were you saying? It was nice. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I it it sucked. I got to, I got that. Uh, it's the worst thing on the planet when you're like overdressed, mm. so you get like a little sweaty, and then it's just like you just are just you just kind of feel gross because you yeah. you got a little sweaty. Clammy. Yeah, it was just a. Uh, I don't know. I uh, it was just it just uh, overall it, just uh, it just was it just sucked. The conditions. It was the conditions. Yeah, oh we yeah, actually really good absolutely. At golfing. It was definitely definitely the conditions. <laughs> but it was a beautiful day. Are you trying to break that again? No. Oh, okay. Um, beautiful day. It's a beautiful time. I really, 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 really love just being out there with you, more specifically. But just in general, I just like I like the game. I like the strategy of trying to get it as little times as possible. But that's never happening. But it's fun to try. Yeah. For me, sure. You don't have fun? No, I do. You sure? I mean, I don't like not being good at something. Oh, okay. So it's hard for me to uh, routinely suck. Yeah. When I know I used to be, when I know I used to be good. Okay, that's worse. And I keep getting significantly worse every time I go now. Like, I don't think you're getting significantly worse. Last time was my worst outing. Really? I've, since I've sent like of this year, I've been. You're just matching my energy, dude. I've been one, two, three, four, five, six. I've been six times this year, and each like I've gotten worse each time. Hmm. Well, you said you were feeling a little anxious. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's my hand placement on my clubs. And yeah. The fact that I'm too tall for my clubs. That probably plays a big part in it. Mm -hmm. Buy new clubs. Hurry up. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> that's wow. Just, that's just expensive, dude. I've got a potato and then another potato on the way. Oh! And then, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. You already knew. <laughs> I didn't know you were dropping bombs, dude. <laughs> I, I didn't even plan to. It just it happened. Just happens. I think that happens every time. What, the potato or the bomb? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to. Oh, well, yeah. There's so many potatoes in your life. Yeah. I have, uh, We Kylie and I are expecting a, a daughter mm-hmm. uh, who's going to be born in October. Yeah. Um, cause we don't have enough, my family doesn't have enough birthdays between October and December. I feel like everybody, Are they all crammed at the end everybody there? is. Everyone's in March and February, March, February, March in my really? family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's A funny. lot. So you're the outlier with September. <laughs> yes. I bet that's well, nice. Well, my brother's August. Okay. August, September, but Jen, my sister, my mom, Cheyenne, my grandma, February, March. That's crazy because I know with like my family is the same way. We when we do the joke on family birthdays, we do um, for the extended family. Yeah, we do my grandpa, my mom, my uncle, me, and then why can't I think? There's I think there's a fifth person. We all just all do it at one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we bunch them up like that because uh-huh. you know. Aaron's is in November. David's is in October. Uh, me and David will usually do the family will do one for me and David because it's like September twenty first and I think August first or August second. I think. Okay. So we'll do. They'll do. They'll clump them up, sure. but not yeah. all like nine people yeah, at one I mean, party. And if you don't like having birthday sung to you, like. Oh, don't even start. You then, can't even then say it's, that. Then it, that's cool. Okay, you don't you, like it being sung to you, but you love singing it. Yeah, to but people. I think, but for a kid, it, it's it's nice because Wells will have Wells is the only Wells is the only summer birthday okay. in the Jokums. Yeah, so like it's hard to ask people to give up their weekends for birthdays. I was gonna ask so, you. Do you, um, got, do you have a plan for the first? For the first, no. Okay. No, no, we we don't. Okay. It's just, I mean, he's not old enough to comprehend. You're not going to have like a whole big, like $2,000 birthday? I'm not going to have a $2 birthday. Do you We're not even, even having love a, your child? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, there's no point in having a, a big, a big first birthday. Yeah. Like what, it, we're, he's just going to get a whole bunch of shit yeah. that I don't want in my house. We yeah. don't have room for. Yeah. And, um, you know, he sees, he sees all the people he sees his family all the time. Yeah, yeah. My family, we, he he gets watched by my mom and my dad on right. a few days a week. His aunt and his aunt watches him another couple days. So it's just like, yeah. I mean, people will. I'm sure people will stop by. Yeah, people will come yeah, see yeah, him yeah. around that time. But yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's just he doesn't know any different. Yeah. So with our foster son, he turned one when he was with us, and we didn't do anything. Like I got him, you know, I got him the basketball hoop and some mm-hmm. other things, and and people like, hey, give this uh, here, take this for him. Like people got us gifts yeah. for him, and like he got to open some gifts in front of people, like at family events. Mm-hmm. But they all knew his birthday was coming up, so that's why they did it. But yeah, do people like going over the top for one year olds? I just never got it. It's for the well, it's for the pictures. Mm-hmm. We do so many things around children, especially like yeah. raising children. I feel like we do so many things that we do because it's like tradition. Okay. And I have, as I've gone through the process of getting married, having a kid almost like right away mm-hmm. after getting married, and then now having a second one. 
there's and I notice a lot of other people having kids mm-hmm. around me at the same time. There's so many things that we do that are just like such a hassle that I don't even think people like doing, but they do it because it's like tradition. Sure. And I just have an re- example. I'm just rejecting all of like all of that i i kind of feel that Mm -hmm. i i don't yeah i don't know the the thing that comes to my mind there's a lot of things where i'm like i think in my mind at that time i'm like ugh, that doesn't that doesn't even sound fun the one thing i can come up with that's an example right now at the top of my head Mm -hmm. is like non like gender specific uh baby showers like only women can come to the Oh, very the, much so. To the, yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. shower. Like with ours, it was, we invited everybody right, as right. a friend because it's me and Kylie both celebrating yeah. the birth of our kid. Why can't I invite my yes, friends yes, as well? Who are also celebrating you guys having kids. Absolutely. So yeah. it's just like, but there was- I, I agree with that. There's people Absolutely. There's people in my life who are like, no, because of tradition, men can't come to the- uh, to the to the baby shower, yeah. and it's just like, well, it's like we're in this position because men came. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, oh, that's. A- <laughs> I agree with that, though. I definitely, I like my sister had like everybody come, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, me, and my brothers, and um, I think we were like the only guys there, right? But we were, we wanted to be there. It was like our niece. Mm-hmm. We were so excited. She was the first kid in the family. So, yeah, that's a good one. That mm-hmm. is a good point. But yes, there. I know there are a million other traditions, air quotes, um, that people are like, yeah, you you have to do it like this, and it's like fuck that. Yeah, you, like I'm done. I'm getting like I can't even believe that gender reveal is still a thing, especially in the climate that we live in today. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, people have to get shamed. They have to. I imagine they're getting shamed all the time for that. Specifically, yeah, I don't. What a it's just. But that whole thing is dumb. It's just it's the it's the narcissism that exists. Yeah, in today's society, I heard a story about uh, two people we know having a conversation about purchasing homes, and one person um, was like, they were just talking kind of generally about like they both own homes currently, and they were talking about buying, looking to buying homes, a new home. And the one the one person that we are both close with was like, you know, just c- talking. And the other person said, hey, what is your what range are you looking at to, to, to buy your house? And he goes, well, I don't know, like five hundred, six hundred thousand. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm I'm thinking like nine, eight or nine hundred thousand. I you're, you haven't told me names, but I know exactly yes, who you're talking yes. about without even having. And I told him that the only reason they asked was so that they could bring up what they were their budget. That person is miserable. Not the person we're close with. But yes. The person who said yes. That. There's just oh, my God, that's so cringy. It's so cringy. And like I like. Are, are are you are you so like enamored with things like the the and we know we've had a lot of conversations recently about people just just it's about presentation or putting up a front or mm-hmm. or it's a status symbol yeah, you know absolutely. we're doing this or we're buying that to show our status I want eyes on me and it's yeah. not enough just to have the eyes on me I need you to recognize how awesome I am Yeah yeah, says the guys yikes. who have a podcast yikes, yikes, yikes. every week. <laughs> I mean, we we just recently you're able to have eyes on us. Yes. Watch the video. Watch it. 
You're, you can't even see what I'm wearing right now, and I, it's intentional. <laughs> I'm wondering if anyone's going to p- call me out and be like, what the hell? Why were you I wearing I mean, speaking that? of children, you're yeah. wearing a very children's Shh, oriented... Don't give it away! <laughs> I'm always gonna. I'm gonna st- start doing Easter eggs on things it's, I'm wearing. It's very. Uh, it's. I don't. It's funny to me that you have such an affinity for that. Okay, you can you can talk about that, but don't say what I'm wearing. Okay. Okay. The Power Rangers. <laughs> I love the Power Rangers. I skipped a day of college to do a deep dive research in the history of the Power Rangers. That's insane. Why? That's crazy. I I don't know. Like it's, it's very it's, interesting. Uh, it's very that like the origin is very interesting. It's the the Japanese version is far more interesting than the American well, show. I would, I would imagine, but I like the, the American, American show. The American show is geared towards like kindergartners. Yeah, the Japanese show they're literally stealing the souls of children. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So and then these rangers were come together to stop. It wasn't Rita. It was Rita, but that wasn't her name. Mm-hmm. She was capturing these children's souls with these monsters. Okay. And that was always the goal was to steal children's souls. But all of the footage. Much darker than uh, than the US oh, yeah. version. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, teenagers with attitude. Uh, <laughs> which, I mean. Very American. Dude. And even in the new one, they're like. They bring a teenager in, they're like, ugh, teenagers with attitude because they're all older now. But mm-hmm. Dude, it's so good. I love Power Rangers. I don't know what it is. I could watch it as a 36-year-old man. Me and Cheyenne were watching the introduction to the Green Ranger. We watched both episodes. Like, it's fun. Okay. It's cool. Cool. But why do you think it's weird? I don't think it's, I shouldn't say weird. It's just, it's. There's uh... nothing like childhood show where you're like, I could watch that. Mm. I tried watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. What about like Pokemon? That one's hard. Yu-Gi-Oh was Yu-Gi-Oh was uh, was hard to get through. How far did you get? Uh, when I tried to rewatch it as an adult. Yeah. Um, I tried to watch. I think I made it four or five episodes. Oh well, that's not very far. I feel like that's pretty far. <laughs> I watched. They my... were long ass episodes. At least they felt long because they were so bad. A Pokemon movie. I you mean, watched a Pokemon movie? Yeah, it was on in the background, and I'm hanging out, and the baby's like running around. Like, He's... because you wanted your foster son to watch it? I mean, I thought he might be interested in it, and he, he was. He was watching it. Okay. But you recently Were said- Were you watching it for yourself? Yes. I'm not going to put on something that I'm also not going to enjoy. Like Fair Sesame enough. Street? Love Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you get through Coco Melon? There's my, I don't, we don't watch it anymore. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. God. That, that is- drivel yeah that is bad, bad. It's, it's brutal uh he loves like i don't know if it's good for kids or not i have no idea i'm not making a yeah, comment yeah. on that i'm just making it in terms of adults being able to get through that yeah. holy if hell. you want comments on it google it people have opinions <laughs> <laughs> but oh i'm sure they do like uh he loves tarzan the disney disney animated film and i i couldn't remember ever really sitting down and watching that it's good Phil Collins crushes it, and he likes it. He likes the music. He's very music-driven. Sure. I mean, Disney is... Di- I feel like Disney is different. Pixar, though, he's not really into, because there's not music. Mm. So Moana, not Pixar, is like his favorite movie. He loves Moana. Sure. I mean, which, Moana's crazy. I but just you watched, recently said it was good. I just watched Moana the what other day. What did you like about it? Loved it. What did Loved you like the music. about it? The music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I hated the music at first. But now I enjoy it. Hey, Hey's my favorite character. 
He's the rooster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's 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 good. I think it has really good messaging. Yeah, I love the cultural tie-in of Polynesian, mm-hmm. um, ex- like the 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 ethic of ex- exploration. Sure, that's really Islands really that's stuff. great. Like that's not it's such a good historical cultural tie-in to mm-hmm. to um, within like a kids show to to teach cultural lessons yeah. about. Um, about a, a a culture that spans centuries, yeah, which is really neat. Like, and and I'm glad that Disney has done seemed to do that recently. Mm-hmm. Has seemed to Coco, do that recently. Yeah, Encanto. Uh, mm-hmm. um, well, I was thinking about you when I was watching after one of our episodes. We I, we watched um, Moana, and I was thinking about that theory where you were talking about or that that concept. I don't know that idea of. Uh, if you're comfortable, you're not going to move. You're not going to stay. You need something to kind of force you out. Mm-hmm. And I thought of, you know, that is 100% demonstrated in Moana. The dad's like, we're, we're not going beyond the reef. Like, we don't need to. No, they even sing a song about it. How comfortable they are mm-hmm. and how they don't need yep. to leave. Yep. They'll <laughs> <laughs> just do the same dances and we're just going to we're just gonna live our life comfortably. And then they start losing uh, uh their foods, their their fish and their crops, and everything starts like pressuring them to like make a move, and she has to return the heart to the fiti. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've seen it so many times. I can imagine, but I like it. It's yeah, that's one. It's like, better than Frozen. It. I couldn't imagine being a parent when Frozen first uh, came out. I think I tried to put it on, and he was like not interested. Mm-hmm. So at least he's into like the movies that I enjoy. Oh, there's. I really like this. Uh, you know, I love stop motion. Yeah. Um, Wallace and Gromit, you know, the like the English stop motion. There's a stop motion production company that does like the Wallace and Gromit. They did Chicken Run. Um, Chicken Run is great. Yeah. The Netflix has this Shaun the Sheep that's done by the same hmm. production company. Okay. And it's just like this. It's, it's almost like that Mr. Bean type humor because they're not really talking too much. Um, but they're all claymation animation. I love it. And he likes it too. So. I'm like I said. I'm always gonna put on things that I enjoy. Sure, it's it's rough to sit through. I'm thankfully he doesn't like like. Let's get him into things that I like, mm-hmm. so that way we can put it on and be like, okay, we're both enjoying this a little bit, or at least I can stand it. Coco Melon, I can't do it. Yeah. Do you know what bird racing is? Bird racing. Yeah, it's no. something that Jen, Jen. I've never heard until like Jen and I started dating. It's when uh, you're driving down the road and birds will either like fly as like zoom past your windshield or like fly towards your car and like fly away. Yours lost the race when it hit the window. Oh yeah. Or the mirror. Mm-hmm. RIP. Um, RIP loser. <laughs> <laughs> but she always calls it bird racing. Like, like zooming and trying to race your car. I was driving down I five South just past Hazeldale. And I'm not sure what the, the, I think it was the bike, you know, uh, right before you get to that, uh, what is that street exit right right to your old house? Oh, Main Street. Is, is it Main Street? No, the 39th. one. 39th. 39th. There you go. So there's the bike trail that goes over right mm-hmm. before that. I was going under that right there, and I just, I see a bird, a giant ass bird fly from the top, like from underneath that, like somewhere on that bridge and flies straight into my windshield. Oh, shit. And then, like, I just see its feathers just flap all over the windshield and then just fly off. And I tried to look at my rear view to see if it died. It absolutely died. I did not see it. There's no way that thing survived. Absolutely no way. Well, what if I told you it did? Would you go take care of it? <laughs> I'd go ring and snack. 
But dude, there was like this gray, like just plume of like just dust on my windshield. Like you could see the, where the body like splattered. It was gross, dude. So that I uh, I don't know why, but uh, I wanted to know uh, what animal do you hate? What animal do I hate? Do you hate? And I'll, I'll throw them up here on the screen for the video once we kind of go through this because mine's a little obscure. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, you start. You go because I I'm trying to think. Right I, now. I'm I kind of. I, okay, I'm kind of split on here. My first initial thought was the Australian possum. Is that just a normal possum that no, wanders around here? They're adorable. Okay. But I feel like I've just been trained to like, ew, possum. <laughs> like, right? Mm. Because they're like little creepy rodents sure. here in America. Okay. They're creepy. And they're like dead, playing dead all the time. Mm-hmm. I just watched a video of a coyote coming up on a on a possum and grabbing it and the possum goes real stiff and like plays dead dude it's amazing it's amazing how they do that and then trick animals that like it's no good so hmm. so the coyote kind of is like nudging it with its snout and just like just is like all right i guess it's dead the coyote st- then stands over it and pisses on it <laughs> <laughs> and then runs off. yeah but it's still alive but it lived it's yeah. just covered in coyote piss but it's alive um so my first thought was like the Australian possum, what a loser! But then it's cute as shit. So then mm-hmm. it's like maybe it's the American possum who's a loser. Maybe they're really apparently they're really good for ecosystems. And I and what about people? I know someone who has one as a pet. Oh, that's weird. Is that weird? I I don't know how you could own a pet that you can't really snuggle. You could snuggle a possum. I don't know if you. How would you want to, dude? Those like bare hands and the claws and the the rat tail we like, had a rat i like the yeah, rats. i don't know how you do that the rats are cute no they're not would you rather have a cat or a rat i'd rather have a cat <clears throat> at least cats are soft mm. so possum was my first thing australian possum as a poser trying to be the american possum don't call it a possum does it not even look like a possum no it's okay. adorable call it something like adorbs <laughs> Have you ever heard someone call it opossum? Yeah. Opossum? Yeah. I mean, that's how it's spelled. Yeah. But you don't pronounce the O. Uh, Jeff calls it uh, opossum. Which Jeff? You? No. Uh, Conant. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that looks kind of, Yeah. All right. That's cute. Look like, at that little kitty. That looks kind of like a, um, was like a uh, Oswald or something like that. Oswald? Um... This graphic has them next to each other. <laughs> Australian versus American. Oh, the two different possums. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, I don't know. Not a fan of the. I just feel like it could be. It could be, could have been handled better. Which one was named first? Well, that, maybe well, that's it's what not I need its to fault. Find out. It, it's not its fault. It got named a possum. It doesn't know it's a possum. Hmm. It's not like Pokemon, who's just, the only word they know is their name. That's true. Or they can only sit or. Like, we have to call it Pikachu because that's what it says. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It doesn't say opossum. Opossum. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They hiss. Dude, geese might be my most hated. Geese? Yeah, fuck geese, dude. They're mean. I walked past, like, a gang of geese, and they were all hissing at me. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah, they're mean. Yeah. Geese are mean. I don't like them. Like that's them. probably number one. Hmm. Okay. That's why I support geese hunting. <laughs> Goose hunting. <laughs> They're uh, assholes, dude. Yeah, they definitely can be, especially the tame ones. Tame? Yeah, like the 
The tame ones? The like, ones that like can go around like go around humans? Well, what do you like, mean tame? Yeah, the ones that are like you see at parks that oh, are Oh, okay. That's where I saw one. That the they're not like the Canadian geese. They look like they're literally off of a farm. They're like mm. farm geese. Is that a thing? Yeah, people oh. raise people raise like domesticated geese and like let them go explore and then come back. Well, no, most of the time those they can't fly. Like the farm geese, like get their wing, mm. wings clipped. But sometimes they like escape and then they do end up with. Um, sometimes they don't get their wings clipped. They escape from farms and join up with uh, Canadian geese. Mm. We shot one out of a flock once. It came in with a whole flock of Canadian geese, and it was just big ass domesticated goose. Is big boy? It was big, dude. Did you eat it? Yeah. Oh wow! And when uh, you're supposed to, t- so back in the day, you're supposed to take geese to a check station mm-hmm. when you shoot a shoot a goose in this in like the Southwest Washington, because there's a specific type of subspecies of goose called the dusky that you're not allowed to shoot, and that's why you have to take a test in order to hunt geese in this area, because you have to be able to identify it from the other oh, subspecies of Canadian geese. So then, when you shot a goose on a, you had to take it to a, a game department check station, mm-hmm. and they do the measurements of like uh, chest color, bill length to determine oh, the wow. subspecies. And if you shoot a dusky, you lose your goose card. You can't hunt geese the rest of the year. You have to <gasps> retake the test the next season. Um, so we showed up to the check station with this big, gigantic ass domestic <laughs> goose because you're supposed to. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know how to classify this thing. Yeah, it's I think, a turkey. <laughs> I don't know what he put. I honestly, I, I don't even know what he put, but. I mean, that's we, amazing. We had to check it. I mean, legally. Mm. So that was, but you didn't that get was in weird. trouble. No. Oh, okay. No, it's just if you, it's just a dusky. Yeah, I was walking. It was at uh, uh, like Billy Chinook in the park. Okay. I was walking through the park. Yeah. And they were like <laughs> at me. Yeah, I mean, there's there's um, so there there's it's a difference. like West Side Story. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between <laughs> domesticated geese and then Canadian geese that are like local residents that don't migrate. Mm. Like they can fly, but because they have Canadian no... geese can't be assholes. Okay. With the, that name, they can't. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have they have to be super polite. Yeah. Eh? yeah, yeah. So it was definitely domesticated. Sorry to cut you off. I mean, do they look like Canadian geese? I don't remember. They oh, were ass- okay. I have video. I think. Okay. <laughs> Well, like the big westerns, the big yeah. like the the biggest subspecies of the Canada goose is called a western, and it uh, they a lot of times will have resident populations mm-hmm. where they they nest, roost, live here year round yeah. because the the climate is temperate enough that they don't yeah. have to necessarily migrate. Oh. Um, so, like you see those in golf courses all the time, parks. And they can get real pissy too. What about the geese over by Jen's mom's house? Uh, those are re- those are resident. Okay, western. Because that's, that's why they nest there. Yeah, there's one who's always nesting in this one spot every year. Mm-hmm. She's always right there. Do they? She sit on the eggs? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. Yeah, geese. <laughs> uh, geese will generally mate for life. Mm, um, that's romantic. Unless uh, unless their the partner is killed and they they will remate. Mm. But um, wow. You guys are out there shooting, one of the, breaking up marriages. Well, that's one of the reasons. You guys why, are home wreckers. That's dude. one of the reasons why I don't shoot paired geese. Oh, okay. As a general rule, that I keep. Will they myself. fly together? Yeah. Oh, okay. People shoot paired geese. Man, is people, that just a moral choice? I mean, not all paired. Like, not all paired geese are sure are like mated pairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you see the big, the the big honk, what we call them honkers, mm-hmm. just colloquially. I love me some honkers. <laughs> <laughs> like the the big the big goose that that nests yeah at Jen, by Jen's mom house yeah. in that pond that's a western uh-huh. we just call them honkers mm-hmm. 
because they have like really deep honk sound mm-hmm. when, that they make. Mm-hmm. And um, when you see those, like a, and generally those are resonant pairs. Yeah, you'll see those flying around during the season, and you know, like those are a big adult paired mm-hmm. geese. And they're so well adapted and know where they can be shot and where they can't be shot. Mm. They f- will fly perfectly, like on land where they like ref going hopping from refuge oh. over land that they know they just can't be shot yeah. at. They're very smart, very hard, very hard to get a hold, very hard to, uh, to even decoy. That's why they survive so much. It's my favorite time when those broods start coming out and seeing, dude. Baby geese are hideous. I love. <laughs> and they're just walking around, just like they look like. They yeah, just when they're at it, when they're that kind of electrocuted. Stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the adolescents, like, oh god, I think every creature is ugly as an <laughs> adolescent. <laughs> anyway, so f you goose. Uh, oh, do you have an animal you hate? Come on, dude. There's got to be one. I don't. Think Sounds like rats, dude. I think it has to be rats. <laughs> rats are just they're they're creepy. Um, I mean, animals, yes. I, I hate spiders. Okay. I just, spiders are an absolute no-go for me. That's the only thing I have zero empathy towards. Do you kill them? I. You're a monster. I have a hard time killing them. Yeah, me too. But like in the house, do you get them or does she get them? I try to get them, but oftentimes I have a really, I choke. This is well documented. When I go to go for the SWAT, oh. I miss mm. all of the time, and yeah. then they end up falling onto the ground. I don't think that's just you. Oh, really? I think that's just a thing. Okay. Yeah. I think that spiders know it, and they do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. I just was... I that, that came to my mind about the birds running into my windshields. Who do we hate? Sure. That's your date. Um, Joe Biden announced his presidential candidacy and there was this article (laughs) Uh, i just wanted to just just generally speak about this as a presidential agenda right so we actually trump donald trump also announced his candidacy so both a while ago yeah so they're both gonna go head to head assumingly well at this point donald trump is two to one favorite is he nomination oh the nomination okay but yes uh but the i mean at this point in the race everybody who is the front runner at this time generally doesn't end up winning just because we have such a long time to go before uh debates even start primaries um where the money ends up yeah i i i wouldn't say he's a he's a people are talking like he's a little lock i wouldn't say necessarily oh okay well there were some rumblings um just about some some potential policies and platforms so i just wanted to i have not heard this i just wanted to run this out so uh, just considering how would we feel about a president instituting mandatory stop and frisk um, and deploying the U.S. military to fight street crime, uh, to break up gangs and deport immigrants, um, while also purging uh, the federal workforce and charging, criminally charging leakers. Um, There's also uh, some conversation about... um, uh, Expand an expansive vision for how um, how a president could wield federal power. Now, I just want to say that I'm all for Biden doing this. 
You think that's Biden? (laughs) (laughs) No, but let's imagine for a second it was. (laughs) Let's Uh, imagine for a second Biden came out and said, everyone, I'm really looking to expand my power in this branch of government. And that's going to be my agenda going forward. I'm going to use the military to fight local and state issues. Which, remind me again, Mm -hmm. um, policing has, for the history of our country, has been left up to the state and local governments. Yes. So So you're fine subverting states' autonomy on policing and handling their own domestic issues for non-interstate issues. What is your question? Sorry. My question is that you're fine with the federal government superseding state autonomy for policing? Only if it's Joe Biden doing it. (laughs) Uh, You're trolling, (laughs) but I get what you're, I get what you're doing. The, I mean, you can't, the policing thing is especially problematic. Yeah. That's not that. You cannot be okay. You just there. That's a violation of so many amendments. Right. The Third Amendment. That's a violation of the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. Presumably, using setting the precedent for using federal military troops Mm -hmm. in a policing action for non domestic policing for domestic for domestic they do it overseas for domestic policing. Yeah. Yes, they have been used sporadically at times mm-hmm. when the governors of those states has asked for it right but to to subvert the governor's autonomy to make that call yeah is so far and away outside of the norm mm-hmm. you would be completely reordering the relationship in terms of the the you the the use of force mm-hmm. that the constitution has set up yeah. for states the separation of states and federal government yeah that I, I that's just an that's in the United States that I couldn't fathom living in. Yeah. Like that that is I don't know if you could really quantify the fundamental change that that would cause in the irre, irreversible ramifications yeah. of that precedent. Yeah. He's proposing It's to, dangerous as shit. He's proposing to apply government power centralized under his authority toward a vast range of issues that have long remained outside of the scope of federal control. So there's always this conversation and fear about Democrats overreaching, right? And we we've, we've seen some of them. I mean, FDR was the worst. <laughs> the worst as far as overreaching and, and trying to expand his own power and the power of the office. But I mean, you cannot be okay for with Trump doing it and then not be okay. If a Democrat, a Democrat chooses to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's the hypocrisy. It drives me fucking insane, dude. It's absolute dog shit. It's absolute dog shit. I don't give a shit. What if you, if you don't support Trump or, or, or how you stand on Trump, these ideas are dangerous and far from conservatism. Oh, dude, conservatism, as far as I have ever known it, 
to be in the American context to be limited government. Yeah. Limited federal government. Yes. States rights super states rights. There's autonomy over there. Federal government. Yes. In on most issues that are not explicitly given the the calling card to the Heritage Foundation, which is like one of the oldest conservative think tanks out there mm-hmm. in the United States has consistently argued and same with the Federalist Society mm-hmm. that the Ninth and Tenth Amendment have argued from the positions of the Ninth and Tenth Amendment on so many constitutionality cases yeah. and court yeah. cases ac- across issues. Yes. That the ninth that the states themselves, the Ninth and Tenth Amendment, unless it's specifically granted to the federal government in the constitution as a power that the federal government has every other issue should be left up to the states or to the people yeah how on earth do you then justify as a conservative person Mm -hmm. being okay with a candidate who's leading the the quote conservative party arguing for this for the reversal yeah the taking away of a state's ability to to decide how it wants to police its own borders yeah and i know it's like well if the state's not taking care yes. of this yes. if the state's not if the state is just letting stuff go rampant and not fixing it well i i just that's such a i don't know like what do you think what do you think about that it's like a city like portland mm-hmm. who let months of writing right go on yeah seemingly unchecked although it wasn't unchecked right 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 there's an argument to be made that cracking down on it would have just made it worse sure that's that's an argument that's Mm -hmm. in there's a lot of even there's a lot of even military doctrine about anti-insurgency doctrine about over the overuse of force mm-hmm. against a grassroots movement. Yeah. That if you were to hit them harder than they're hitting you yeah. because you're you are the state. Yeah. You then make them more sympathetic, you mm. draw more people to their cause yes. and you make the situation worse. Yeah, you start losing control. So you try to contain it and you let it fizzle out. Yeah. And there's an argument that that's what the major cities were doing. Mhm. Were they, are, were they effective at it? Absolutely not. Yeah. But the alternative of completely turning the 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 nation the national precedent for policing on its head mm-hmm. over some isolated incidents, yeah, is that is so overreactionary. In my opinion, that yeah. is so overreactionary. Yeah. We had a couple periods of high intensity rioting yeah that maybe lasted a little too long than it should have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're going to then overreact by getting giving the federal government policing power to use the federal military to deploy to determine when to deploy to civilian matters Yeah. yeah state matters city matters yeah you know I definitely see the argument of like, well, who's taking care of it then, right? I'm going to come in there and I'm going to do it. But absolutely, you put that big boot down on people and you've seen – I see it 
you see it all the time in human history when they are when they meet those protesters i'm just generally labeling them protesters because there were protesters there mm-hmm. and they were protesting uh, something that they viewed as an injustice now there was also rioting and there was also uh, property damage and it got ugly but there is an element to that where you're talking about like making them bringing them sympathy right bringing anyone sympathy i mean you see it all the time throughout history but i'm thinking most more specifically because i'm reading that goddamn book you got me about latin america Mm. and just so many times when you see these grassroots movements coming up and asking for for justice or for equality or for rights and you have these strong man figureheads just saying go in there and squash it it never ends well for that sitting government when they do that it's always always just escalates and spirals out of control absolutely so i don't know if the answer is to sit and wait but i can tell you i don't think the answer is giving more power to that office no i mean and and if you are a person who lives in those cities right yeah it's on you to then elect yes to elect local office like elect local officials who are going to have a tougher um a a tougher response if that's what you want yeah but a reaction to then give that power to the federal government yeah man dude like i don't that's just no yeah just absolutely no yeah and if he gets reelected mm-hmm. on this platform, yeah. like that's his mandate. Yeah, he's going to be mandated to. I mean, essentially mandated to do it. That means the 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 yeah. the, the yeah. voters elected him with to that understanding. That. Yeah. So in a way, it permits it. Yeah. Is Congress going to then check him on that? Yeah. Not if it's a Republican Congress, right? Who then checks that? The Supreme Court. With what army to stop him? Because yeah. essentially, that's what we're, yeah. that's what we're at right now. If yeah. you keep centralizing power mm-hmm. around the executive, at what point does that executive just say, "All right, Congress, you're going to stop me with what army?" Yeah, Supreme Court, you're going to stop me with what army? Dude, that is that is like uh, like an exact line of thinking for all of these like uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, these military leaders, these uh, authoritarian leaders, mm-hmm. do something about it. Oh, you're not going to? Then I'm going to keep ruling the same way that I've been ruling. Ruling. You are not going to be living in a democracy at that point. You will be ruled over. And right now, you might be stoked that it's your guy ruling over you, but one day it might not be. Or that guy isn't who you thought he was. Yes, exactly. He sold you a bill of goods. Or the dream that you thought would be the answer turns out to be an America that you don't recognize mm-hmm. because it all, it all like all of these things like deporting uh, immigrants and all, you know, there's all of these ripple effects to these kind of extreme ideas he's proposing, which uh, they sound like quick, easy fixes, right? In the short term, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send the military in there. They're going to fuck everybody up and it'll, everything will be good. Right. But then watch the ripple effect. What's that going to do? What's kicking all these immigrants out going to do? What is uh, purging the federal government employees going mm-hmm. to do? Yeah, we haven't even talked about the rest of that list. <laughs> what are all the ramifications for these 
these ideas that you are proposing as like what did he say hold on uh the, the uh, i am your justice mm-hmm. i am your justice that should scare the fuck out of every single voter yeah i mean that's not <laughs> in what effing world is that language of an american president I am your justice. But that's the that's the thing. They've been right? wronged. Is they have been wronged, yeah. and they're looking for someone to right those wrongs at the expense of everything. We are millennials, and we are continuously getting kind of the short end of the stick. Whether it's the 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 two thousand eight, uh, what's it called? Uh, the 2008 recession the recession and then the pandemic recession and just like they're and i'm not making excuses mm-hmm. for anything these are all gnarly things yeah 2011 well, it's, it's, well it's they we came out of high school when the recession hit when we should have been entering into the workforce at yep. the ground level yeah all of the jobs that had like actual movement potential mm-hmm. no longer weren't weren't available yeah by the time the economy recovered to the point where we could maybe then re-enter that workforce, we were getting squeezed from the people who were younger than us. Mm, yeah. But then the fucking pandemic, boom, shuts it down again. Yeah. And now it's just like there has been interruption to interruption, the shock to the economy, the shock to the... After yeah. shock of the economy, we can never... Our generation can never get its footing. Yeah. Yeah. So with all of that, do you hate america absolutely not <laughs> donald we did donald trump we did donald trump for four years and some of the thing and he started trying to handle the pandemic like it started at the end of his presidency and not everybody made it right and that's sad mm-hmm. that is sad and there's a lot of misinformation out there and we still don't know everything there is to know about everything regarding COVID-19 but for those of us who did make it to then look at uh, I, I, I just think about when I was a kid and it never mattered who was in power right it really didn't matter there were some scary scary things that Trump would say and do and as a president the people said we can't do that again we're not going back to back on that that was that we recognize how risky that is and how dangerous that truly is. But overall, as a millennial who struggled to find his footing, who went through infertility, who can't afford to buy a house, um, I'm okay. I enjoy life and I can find things to do to enjoy life. And I'm not looking at the president of the United States to blame for anything that I feel is a transgression against me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh shit, out of college, I couldn't find a job. I could not find a job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I guess I'll try to move up in trucking, which I did. And I was miserable. I was miserable. And then we all found jobs in the government. And I enjoy it. And the home life balance is great. And the money's solid. And I still can't buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get like my foot feet settled. But I'm okay, and it's not Joe Biden's fault. 
and it's not Donald Trump's fault. If anything, it's it's the language from those people that can be dangerous to, I think, have the social societal ramifications and when you have a president who's impacting the attitudes on a social and a societal level negatively that's what worries me well you see a direct you see a direct reaction a chain reaction that happens when there is rhetoric out there that or imagery Mm -hmm. that people then copy yeah when it's dangerous toxic rhetoric shit Bad shit happens. Yeah. The stirring up of racial tensions mm-hmm. by the Trump administration, mm-hmm. bringing up stuff that, like, if you're a white person, you should feel angry mm-hmm. because you're losing your culture. You're losing your whatever. <laughs> led to Charlottesville. Yeah. And somebody taking a car and driving it through counter protesters. Yeah killing somebody yeah you see imagery going in and fighting the protesters the riot but they were labeled as all of them labeled as rioters yes. insurrectionists we need to put the boot down on them yeah there was imagery then then that f- flowed through gun magazines and stuff of the patriots putting mm-hmm. on their putting on their bulletproof vests their backward ball caps and their ar-15s and going out and meeting the writers in the streets. Yeah. Enter Kyle Rittenhouse, mm. who, following that same logic, that same thinking, he was answering a call to arms yes. by yeah. people in power, mm-hmm. went then and shot three people. Yeah. He put himself in a position. I know he was found innocent, but he yeah. put himself in a position to where then people died. Yeah. He didn't need to be in that position. Right, right. Why was he in that position? He wasn't from that town. And even if he was, why are you putting yourself into that situation? Is dying over a Walmart? That's what I was going to say. Is is that that seriously? A Wendy's, a Walmart? Is that worth it to you? A Citibank? Like your your protection of America is protecting corporate America, what (laughs) or whatever? Like your your sense of your whatever your sense of duty is, like. He was answering, and to his mind, he was answering that call. Yeah. The same thing with the anti-trans rhetoric. Mm. Yeah. Has led to so much trans violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this is like this is the most basic level thinking regarding like trans, uh, uh, uh just um, ideas or concepts revolve uh, around trans issues. Is it really fucking affecting you that much? No. No! And here's the thing. When you're talking about... When you're a conservative and you're thinking about, like, the passing of these anti-trans legislations at the state level, and even talks at the federal level, is, like, really read through these bills and ask yourself, are what they passing... Are what they passing actually helping me? Or are they... Are you just for because it's hurting others? Yes. That's a great way seems, to put it. It seems like more and more the answer to Republican legislation, yes. Republican introduced legislation is we like it because it hurts the people we don't like. Yes. It doesn't actually directly affect me in any way. It doesn't Well put. It doesn't it doesn't make my life marketably or measurably better in any way. Right. 
but it hurts the people that I don't like, and therefore I like it. Or that I've been told that I don't like, or that I've been told that I shouldn't like, or that I've been told that is the enemy, or the the threat to my life, or the threat to my well-being, or the threat to my family, or the threat to my money. And then, in our own backyard, because... Oh, I was wondering a, if you'd go there. <laughs> because a, a, a local yeah. bar and establishment held a... Oh, you're going there. Okay, a yes. A trans... I, or no, I, no, no, no! It wasn't trans. Sorry, no. it was a drag. Yes, it was a drag um, show event. I show think. event. Yeah, at their at their location in downtown Vancouver. Their yeah. Someone went through and smashed all of their windows. Mm-hmm. Which is isn't that what everyone was bitching about? All of these protesters doing in Portland. Yeah, I think For, so. So they're in Portland demonstrating and protesting and rioting against on the grounds of racial injustice at the base level that's what started it mm-hmm. whatever people took and ran with it and made it their own or you know whether it is antifa whether it is anarchists regardless the initial protests and the gathering of people began because of racial injustice which then escalated to property damage on the same ground there was a drag queen show at a at an establishment in Vancouver and someone came and smashed out those windows. So we are, so whatever your language was against anyone in Portland causing property damage should be the exact language used for the individuals doing that. Even if you disagree with drag shows, I guess. Well, I don't understand <laughs> I don't understand the the stated reason was is because kids were invited. So that's gets the other part of it is like yeah. We need to pass legislation because we don't want people telling our kids what they can and can't. Like, we don't want people indoctrinating our kids yeah, with ideas yeah. that we as parents don't like. Okay. Yeah. But you're mad at other people and you take out your anger on an establishment because you're mad, supposedly, mm-hmm. that kids who are being accompanied by their parents Mm -hmm. to a drag show, which those parents, if we're all for parent autonomy, we aren't, we're not, you're only, we're (laughs) only for parent autonomy. If it's for the right thing, the right thing. (laughs) That's fucking insane. You you get, look, that's the thing. Like you watch, but then the same people will talk like, They'll call us the hypocrites, or they'll call other people the hypocrites, and then don't look at themselves. Like yeah. I just don't understand this. You get fed absolute bullshit, yeah, consistently on both sides. I get so mad at the fucking echo these echo chambers yes. that are just so reinforced to the point where no daylight gets in. Yeah, zero daylight gets into majority of the of the population at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can't talk about, like, oh, fine, you want to talk about the riots? Property damage is, sh- is is wrong. Yeah. Right? The riots and the protests in... Shit got uh, fucking crazy. It did. It got out of, <laughs> it got absolutely out of control. And I remember warning, I was told, I was told that I was, I should probably be careful when all of that was going on, because I, I might be seen as being insensitive to the movement to the Mm. black lives matter movement but i said if you do not define what it means to be what it means when what you mean when you are talking about introducing 
actual change. Yeah. Eventually, rubber meets the road in terms of legislation. Stuff gets passed in a society, especially a democratic society, by law, mm-hmm. and stuff has to be written down and defined. When you when they failed to write down what exactly they meant by defund the police, yeah. they completely opened themselves up to so much ambiguity, mm-hmm. so much misplaced anger, yeah. and so many just absolutely bad ideas. And misinformation. And misinformation. It allowed and people to go off that for misinformation. Exactly. So as much as I supported the movement as a whole, mm-hmm. this overreaction of defund the police clearly, in hindsight now, was what it originally meant, which I think the I think we can most of us can agree, there needs to be changing in how we police. Yes. But at the same time, the the some of the cities that went full bore with it, yeah, oh yeah, axing a lot of the police's ability to to do certain things, yeah, yeah, has had has had has had negative ramifications. Overcorrections. These overcorrections have had negative ram. Like perfectly put, mm-hmm. has had negative ramifications to the society in which we live in yeah absolutely yeah now that i've addressed that address your own hypocrisies <laughs> you can't at no point anymore can you say that you are that you can support donald trump yeah like if this is his vision for a second term and he is a candidate he is fine with purging the federal government of workers who are not loyal not to the country but to him mm-hmm. and because in his mind he is the country yes we, that is Listen to his rhetoric. That is what he believes. And that's what he means. And taking away state autonomy for policing, if you are fine with federal troops being used in the streets of American cities to right the wrongs that you somehow perceive because you don't actually go into those cities to see what the actual reality is on the ground, you are told by the... By the echo, echo chamber in which you live in, that it is way worse than it actually is. You don't actually know. You, you just know. sit on your couch and you watch the TV telling you about how it's this war zone, but you never drive into downtown Portland. Mm-hmm. You don't go into downtown Seattle or wherever it is. Right. You have no idea, but you're fine, completely upending 250 years of American of American policing precedent because of your guy. Just F right off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> How do you feel about it? I'm pissed, dude. Yeah. I'm pissed that this guy continues mm-hmm. to be the forefront of one of America's large America's one of the two major political parties yeah. in this country. This guy controls. Yeah. Controls it. And like I it's terrifying what you said as far as uh uh you know um purging the government who aren't loyal those government workers who are not loyal to him and he mentions like punishing and charging leakers well who had the biggest problem and issue with leakers during their presidency and constantly was trying to figure out who the fuck was talking behind his back there is a reason why we have whistleblower protection acts yeah it is another check within the federal bureaucracies on a political appointees Mm mm-hmm to make sure there is not corruption, mm-hmm. to make sure that things are not done being done illegal. That gives Congress then the ability to investigate the executive branch without whistleblower protections. We have no real check on the inner workings of the federal, on the executive ever expanding executive branch. You want to then expand executive power and then take away any sort of watchdog ability of that executive branch. You are fine living in that society. 
That's what your vote for Donald Trump means. And I am not happy that an 82-year-old is running for re-election on the Democratic Party. <laughs> but if the option, if the difference is an 82-year-old geriatric patient yeah. or somebody who is literally going to upend the very fabric of this country, that is not hyperbole Mm-mm. at this point. We have we witnessed four years of that man being president, and now we have his words saying what he will do with a second term. The, there is not a more clear choice. Yeah. And that sucks that that is our choice. It does suck. It sucks. It sucks. But I will not. He can't. And we can't. No, absolutely not. I love when you get like that. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> Say what you mean.